It's Lamo. Can you hear me? It's Lamo. I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, just doing a quick impromptu. You know what I'm saying? Just build on real quick. Um, just real quick. And um, by the way, I, I got this. I got a replay on this one. So this can actually be recorded. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, just um, just doing a quick build. Just had um, the Sunday school class. Just left that not too long ago. We had a we had one from three to seven today at the temple, and um, we were building. On a, on a few things. We're building heavily on chapter one. Matter of fact, the question was asked um, by one of the sisters in the temple, what is creative faith? Um, so we went into that. Um, and another sister had asked a question about the soul. You know, you know it says in, in chapter one that creative faith gave to spirit man a soul that he may function on a plane of soul so the question was asked what exactly is the function I mean so we went into that as well um and so I can kind of it's not the part towards the end I heard everything you said uh, except for that last part. Oh, the last part about the soul. Yeah. So basically, the question was asked: What is Speaking the, function, the of function of the soul? Yeah. Is that you, you were saying something about the function yeah. of the soul? Like exactly. That. Yes. What exactly is that function um, that it speaks about in chapter one? Because it says, you know, that you know the question is asked. Basically, oh, is... you know what you know. Say creative faith gave to spirit man a, a soul that he might function on the plane of soul. Well, question is asked, what is that fun how how do you function? What are the actual functions of the soul on the plane of soul? You know what I'm saying? Being that we already we kinda always hear so. about just to conclude, just we always hear about the physical, you know what I'm saying? The what we do on a on a uh, earthly plane. Go ahead, Mo. Go ahead, brother. Islam, I'm just making sure you can hear me. Like, um, I ain't like where I'm at. I don't have a uh, strong service. I am uh, connected to the Wi-Fi. However, um, you know, the function, would you consider the function to be the same thing as an action? Yeah. Yeah. In, in many ways, it, it actually is. So I, what I did was I actually the answer is actually in the chapter and um so i kind of went into that so what i'm going to do while i'm here i'm going to pretty much go into my book so i can read it out straight from there because it does deal with the action it has to be some type of um activity as far as when you're dealing with function functionality of the soul so The way I started from was the part where it says um, in chapter one, a man is the Lord of all the plane of manifest, of protoplast, of mineral, of plant, of beast, but he gave up his birthrights just to gratify his lower self. But man will regain his lost estate, his heritage, but he must do it in a conflict that cannot be told in words. Yea, he must suffer trials and temptations manifold. But let him know that cherubim and seraphim that rule the stations of the sun and spirit of the mighty Allah, who rule the solar stars are his protectors and his guide, and they will lead to victory. Man will be man will be fully saved, redeemed, protected, perfected by the things he suffer on the plane of flesh and on the plane of soul. When he has conquered carnal things, his garb of flesh well, then it served its purpose well, it will fall and will be no more. So one of the things I, I pointed out is that 
in chapter one, it specifies that man is perfected by the things he suffers, not only on the plane of flesh, but also on the plane of soul. So one of the things that you have to realize is that on the plane of soul, you are going to experience a degree of suffering. You have to experience that because that's what it said. That's how you are perfected. You know what I'm saying? Perfected man must pass through all the ways of life. So that suffering comes, it's described a little more when it says, then he will stand untrammeled on the plane of soul where he must complete his victory, right? So the victory implies that there has to be a conflict. There has to be a competition or, or some type of strife for you to be victorious in. You get what I'm saying? And that ties back to the statement, without a foe, a soldier never knows his strength and thought must be developed by the exercise of strength. So, and then it goes on and says, unnumbered foes will stand before man upon the plane of soul. There he must overcome, yea, overcome them, every one. Thus hope will ever be his beacon light. There is no failure for the human soul for Allah is leading on and victory is sure. So the point of that is, is that when you are in this, um, after you, okay, after you give up this garb of flesh, right? <clears throat> this carnal body and you function in your full capacity on the plane of soul. When I say full capacity is that you actually function on the plane of flesh, soul, and spirit simultaneously because you have all three aspects of you that are active. In other words, you are a spirit. So your spirit, part of that spirit vibrates and is still connected on the spirit plane. Likewise, the soul and as well as the body. Each each part of you has this vibration and its activities in those corresponding planes. And those planes are not necessarily above you or below you. They occupy the same space and time, just high, just different frequencies occupying the same space and time kind of like if you took a a cable wire and that wire carries all the different channels of what other stations you have but it's still within that small wire if that you know what I'm saying just put it in that context so the activity of the soul I gave the example of this right <clears throat> as far as with the conflict and the victories for example, your your foe, your earth, your carnal, um, your carnal foe, the carnal thing that you may need to conquer is food. So, in other words, you you may have a a particular food that is not healthy for you that you just can't let go. You can't let go of donuts. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, be facetious about that. And no matter what you do, that's that's your fight. You know what I'm saying? Just give a, a just an example. And after you conquer that foe and you get to the point of transitioning from the physical to the spiritual, or should I say from the, the plane of flesh to the plane of soul, your your foe, your conflict may not be that physical thing is no longer the physical thing because that food is a coarse object that you intake. So it no longer exists on the plane of soul because you, it has no purpose, but you're vibrating on another frequency now, more so than on the lower frequency. You no longer vibrate on the lower frequency. So your foe may be the emotions that may be attached to that or to anything else like grief grief is is a spray if you will or a byproduct of your lower self you know what I'm saying certain emotions become those things that hold you back from becoming one with a law because you get locked into that emotional state 
that deals with attachment from desire to attachment and if you can overcome that as as well as it could be like i said that's just one aspect grief is another one thing fear could be another thing those things that are subtle that are not necessarily um you can't necessarily quantify at that point with something physical like you can grieve and not shed a tear you know what i'm saying like that that's not a physical thing but it still exists it's still a real thing and that's something that emanates within the soul and from the soul so you may have to conquer that among other things and your whole your whole point of having the soul the body etc is to be perfected to perfect it through this experience to be back one with a law to be back one on the highest plane of life you know what i'm saying that's why it says to redeem man from his sinful and fallen stage of humanity back to the highest plane of life with his father god a lot so we go through these experiences to recognize that there is really only one reality you know the ultimate reality which is a law and you man himself is not the body nor the soul but you know he is a spirit and a part of a law so you go through that function to realize that you are not that you are not these emotions you're not this you're not the clothes you're not just your skin your hair you know what I'm saying your identity that's not you in essence you are spirit so that's why I was explaining to the sister in that context and um and she was asked you know she said that because in the context of she feels like she's failing in her in her test when in reality there is no failure for the human soul you know you you as long as you're on this path the very fact that we are on this path where we can um even see that there is a way to become one with Allah or the fact that we even have the desire because you have people that don't even have that desire to become one with Allah you know saying then you you are on your path to perfection it's just a matter of when it's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when you're going to you have to fight your foes that goes without saying but as long as you keep focus of that you you won't you won't fail it's just a matter of the 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 rate at which you progress and it really doesn't matter in the long run if you don't progress as fast as you think you go going because it's really it's not about competition it's not about oh man i see this brother i see this sister man they so sharp they getting on all of it i i can't get it like them that's the ego that's the ego that's why you have to study yourselves so that was pretty much what we was um building on at least that part of it we was building on we touched on other things as well is lamo well as that's, that's um it's it's simple but it's deep you know simplicity of the divine they say you know um it's so simple that a babe could get it but it'll baffle a genius you know so um yeah man i mean it's just i mean it's i just see beauty in the and the whole demonstration you know uh that we call life and like you said just to be aware is to be you know to be aware you know and to be aware is to be alive so it's like you said us know us recognizing our faults and then kind of you know we share how we feel to see if others are you know what i'm saying just to get confirmation like you know like um that we're not the only ones that go through those type of things and like you know kind of like even like I wasn't able to make it tonight but um I believe we was the I believe we were still together in spirit because uh my whole demonstration like all week has been on the soul and um because that's what that's what we we dealing with is the soul and you know and i believe there in the new testament jesus mentioned something along the lines that they have yet to possess their souls you know what i mean so um but if we go back to the circle seven it says the gifts of the understanding 
are the you know are the treasures of Allah. And then you know when he's speaking with the parable with the farmer it says, but and, you know they say beneath the rocky soil are carnal things, and those carnal things are what debased us to begin with. But beneath the rocky soil of carnal things lies treasures. So again, there goes the word treasures. So, you know, there's your reference point. So these treasures, again, they're coming from Allah. Beneath the rocky soil of carnal things, there lies treasures that no man can count. So, you know, just, and that just brings the idea that, you know, um, it's, it's all a learning process and just getting really getting to know self um so in those three planes you know it's kind of sound like you know like three heavens you know what i mean so because if we think about it in a sense he said it's gonna make the the earth is his footstool well that's what we walk on we walk we walk on the earth you know our feet are on the earth so um <sighs> yeah it's just a lot of things that come to mind, like chapter one in Genesis, for example. There's to me, there's two creation stories there, and that just reminds me of as above, so below. And um, so again, I to me, like you know, once you become aware of the functions or the actions of the soul, then that to me allowed me to identify with the soul and you know before that I couldn't it just you know it's like I said so simple but it makes so much it makes all the sense in the world and it says that um you know it's lamb I lost my train of thought for a second um Islam, Islam. Yeah. Yes, sir. You you talking about the um in general, if I got you correct, like the, the the simplicity of like you said, you you at one time couldn't oh, get Islam. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Well, I appreciate you using that grass pull me back up. Uh just some side noise uh distracted me and took me off of my um my, my plane of thought for a second um however yeah it's just you know it's, it's when he says it's not it's not in and correct me if i'm wrong I, sometimes i get it uh mixed up it's not in bones to think and it's not in, you know it's not in flesh to reason and then you know just common sense ask you where, where do you feel majority of yourself concentrated at you know and the answer is inside of your head you know what i mean and then if you think like just listen to you know the power of life and death lies within the tongue so when you listen to you know what people say like oh i wasn't oh pardon self or you know excuse me i was inside of my head you don't say i was inside of my flesh or i was inside of my bones you know um because everything is happening you know i guess you call it upstairs right <laughs> so that helped me like i said on top of thinking willing and reasoning now that i know these are the actions of the soul um like i said again it's a i'm able to identify you know so it comes back to identity and you know nationality again being the order of, of, of the day so um yeah just making them making those planes symmetrical and again understanding the functions of the soul and understand where, the, where these thoughts are coming from because the soul is what does the thinking and you know if you understand if, if we're listening to the soul then again you know what I'm saying you know that it's not you because you're listening to it you know what I mean so you're, you're listening to the soul uh, and when the soul does its thinking it, it creates a state of mind and um it said the same sun that hardens the clay is the same sun that softens the wax so it is the same soul that will the contraries you know and that constant when the contraries is going is going against each other so the higher self versus the lower self or the uh positive versus the negative or just you know the good thoughts versus the bad thoughts the good angel versus the uh the bad angel um yeah 
So just being able, being able to know that and identify with it. Now I know like what I'm dealing with. And then just to know that you're the one listening to the soul. You know what I mean? That, that, that just puts you on an even higher plane if you think about it. So, um, yeah. Like, I, KRS-One gives a... I, I believe he gives a great demonstration of uh, speaking about the fifth dimension. And that kind of helped me identify with the soul because I said, you know, hey, I'm, I didn't, I didn't use my physical lips. You know, if I say a word inside of my head, like hope, I didn't use, you know, I didn't use my physical lips to say hope. I didn't use my physical ears to say hope. And if I didn't use my physical lips, then that means, you know, there was not really a sound vibration being given off. So my ears didn't pick nothing up. So, um, and then if I think about a memory that I can see clear as day inside of my head, again, inside of my head, you know, then I'm not using my physical eyes. So therefore I didn't use anything physical to create that experience. It all happened from the inside. And again, there was nothing of the flesh being used. So to me, <clears throat> that is the plane of soul, you know? And then I guess we could, you know, um, you know, that's just me taking a shot at it. As far as like, you know, how some people say, you know, they identify with the third heaven, uh, certain type, you know, certain types of ways. But um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's lamb. It's lamb. Um, uh, other it's than lamb. that, yeah. So absolutely, I, Mo. That you right on it with that one, Mo. Because um, speaking of that, that video, I, and I seen it too. I, uh, with KRS One, we spoke about that how you can um he gave that test about the 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 word you know what i'm saying how you can you could see the word without using your eyes you can hear the sounds without actually using your ears it's everything starts from within in the essence and if you look at it from that with with chapter one it makes all the sense that this body is merely a vehicle that you are in you know what I'm saying? That's where the context of the, the the avatar. You know what I'm saying? That that particular vehicle that you simply use to function <laughs> on this plane. That's literally what it's for. It's just to serve a certain purpose. You know, like we went over chapter 12 about um, you know, the story about Jesus seeing the toilers, you know giving the keys of the um the key to happiness how to obtain happiness how heaven is a state of mind and all of that and you realize that the the word work the toil right toil I I gave the lesson that toil has another word for it that has a legal term toil the synonym of toil is work and work is actually a legal term which means the exertion to exert oneself for a purpose. That's literally the legal meaning of the word work, to exert oneself for a purpose. And it says it could be physical or mental or a combination thereof. So mental exertion is work. You feel what I'm saying? Not only physical, it ain't just the physical labor, mental exertion is work but it's for the attainment of a specific thing other than uh what is say recreation and amusement you follow what i'm saying so what i mean by this is that this body has to do work your soul has to do work that whole chapter one is about the work of the body and the soul Working on the plane of things that manifest, yeah, and, and working on the plane of soul. That's work you have to do. And and if you recognize that, that the work is for a purpose and to attain something, it goes back to attaining, you know, your place back with Allah, the oneness. You know what I'm saying? Because man himself is not the body or the soul, he's the spirit and a part of Allah. So now, you know, as you mentioned, like it says in chapter 36 of know thyself uh, wherefore is consciousness reposed on thee alone and 
whence is it derived to to thee right where do you where do you get it from and where does it go you know what i'm saying and it goes on to say it is not in flesh to think it is not in bones to reason the lion knoweth not that the worm shall eat him the ox receiveth not that he is fed for slaughter right something is added to thee unlike what thou seest something informs thy clay higher than all is the object of thy senses behold what is it of course we know that soul right so and in the soul of man on page, um, chapter 38 and I'm just going to read a few verses the first few verses on that um, Islam I just um, got Sister Nessel asking to speak on the third heaven we're going to definitely speak on the third heaven um Give me one moment. Make sure I'm in the room, right? I'm in the room. I'm just making sure. Tap back in. There we go. Okay. So, um, in terms of, I'm just going to read the first few verses. So, the blessing says, The blessing, O man, of thy external part is health, vigor, and proportion. The greatest of these is health. What health is to the body even that is honesty to the soul that thou has a soul is all of knowledge the most certain of all truths the most plain unto thee be meek be grateful for it seek it seek not to know it perfectly it is unscrutable thinking understanding reasoning willing call not these the soul they are its actions but they are not its essence raise it not too high that thou be not despised but be not or be not thou like unto those who fall by climbing neither debase it to the sense of brutes nor be like thou to the horse and the mule in whom there is in whom there is no understanding search it by its faculties know it by its virtue they are more in number than the hairs of thy head the stars of heaven are not to be counted with them so I just wanted to give that, to give the context of what it is to gain an understanding of the soul. Um, it is that from which we derive these faculties of understanding and in reasoning. You got what I'm saying? Like what you mentioned about. And yet, you, we can't know it perfectly. We're not supposed to know it perfectly. We're just supposed to have the experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we will always learn more through the experience. You know what I'm saying? It's not that you won't learn, but it's okay if you don't know it perfectly. You don't have to know everything about, you know, the soul and all this other stuff because you suppose it, it's you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, or I should say it's part of you. You know what I'm saying? And in knowing and studying yourself, in studying yourself, yourselves, what you come to do is you come to appreciate it for what it is. And um, so I want to kind of just go into this aspect of the third heaven um, just a little bit. And um, because I want to refer to an actual writing that, um, one moment, yeah, to this writing that I came across and I shared with some moors. See if I can pull it up. Yeah. Yep. This is it right here. So, Brother Laos, you ever heard of Max Heindel? Islam, I have not. Okay. Max Heindel um, was a... He's a... Uh, Rosicrucian and an astrologer, right? So he actually wrote, he wrote quite a few, he's a mystic, he wrote quite a few writings. Um, but this particular writing he wrote is called The Third Heaven. So I'm going to read portions of this. Um, so it says here, in the third heaven, most people have very little consciousness for reasons explained in connection 
with the region of abstract thought. For there, the third heaven is located. It is therefore more of a place of waiting where the spirit rests between the time where it labors in the second heaven have been completed and the time when it experience, when it again experiences the desire for rebirth. Now, keep in mind, as I read this, that our lessons says that heaven is not a place of meeting meets of bounds. It's a state of mind. So if you use, if you replace place with state of mind, then it will make more sense. So I'm just going to keep on going. It says, but from this realm, inventors bring down their original ideas. There, the philanthropist obtains the clearest vision of how to realize his utopian dreams and the spiritual aspirations of a saintly minded are given new impetus. In time, the desires of the spirit for further experiences draw it back to rebirth and the great celestial beings who are known in the Christian religion as recording angels assist the spirit to come to birth in the place best suited to give it the experience necessary further to unfold its powers and possibilities. Now I want to stop there. I want to put that and juxtapose that with what we just read in chapter one, right? So let's, let's go back to chapter one. In chapter one of the Moorish Holy Quran, it says, I'm going to stop where it says he must suffer. Yeah, he must suffer trials and temptations manifold, but let him know that the cherubim and seraphim that rule the stations of the sun and the spirit of the mighty Allah who rule the solar stars are his protectors and his guide, and they will lead to victory. So these celestial beings, these seraphim and cherubim, right, that rule these stations are are agents, if you will, to assist you as spirit man to go to the next, to go through these realms. You catch what I'm saying? What we call in birth and death is really just transitioning. Because your physical birth, you, time never was when man was not. There were, there, you know what I'm saying? In life, a man at any time began, a time would come when they would end. So there was never a time when you didn't exist. So what you call birth, rebirth, and death are merely transitions of stages that you go through, right? So if you're going through these stages, what they're calling is a rebirth is just another transitioning into either back into a particular state or into a, a new state. You know what I'm saying? And, and death, same thing with death. Man cannot die. The spirit man is one with the law. And while the law lives, man cannot die. Right? There is no death for, for man. You know what I'm saying? It's just a cut of the cord that that frees you from the bounds of, of this physical plane going on. And then you can do your work on this plane of soul and, and so on and so forth. So I wanted to kind of put that in the context of um, in terms of the third heaven and, and is and there's more I can I can speak on, but I'm going to um read the rest of this page. It's not long, but I just want to kind of give context in this statement about the third heaven. It goes on to say this we have all been here many times and in different families. So that's the incarnation aspect of we have had relations of varying nation, nature with many different people and usually there are several families among whom we seek re-embodiment to work out our self-generated destiny and reap what we have sown in our former life. Now, what I want to say in addition to that is that we have all heard the term kindred spirits, right? You kindred spirits, like you may be of a totally different, um, I should say, a totally different family, a totally different background, 
and you meet a person, it's like, man, I, I feel like we know each other. Could be the first time. Well, that is because your spirit is beyond time and space. So in life, of course, we know life is all bound by all life is bound by one chord. So there has been interactions that me and you, as well as you and others, have had prior to this incarnation. You know what I'm saying? And maybe at the same time in another dimension that gets into the multiverse aspect as well, which is a whole nother conversation. But once you recognize that time never was when man was not, then it's not strange to, to, to recognize that, you know what? This ain't, I, I wasn't just here, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years operating in this plane. You see what I'm saying? There's been other situations. That's why you could, there may be certain people, you just, oh man, we just click. You follow what I'm saying? And then there's other people where you may have, it's oil and water. Oil and water doesn't mix. Well, that's because on a cosmic level, on an esoteric level, you're dealing with interactions that may have taken place in another higher realm. Oh, I should say in another um, place in space of time. Because again, time never was when man was not. We're dealing with the reality that we're constantly locked into um, a linear time calendar to make it seem that all of our experiences start with birth and end with death. When that's not the case. And you and and as you get more deeper into these esoteric um, lessons and studies, you recognize that that's the case. You recognize that, oh, okay, I, it's not a situation where um, these, you know, I'm just having experiences by myself for myself. You know what I'm saying? There's there's an interconnectedness that we have. Like we, you know, we talked about the other day about the quantum physics and all of that. You, you can have multiple experiences going on at the, at the same time. And even in the dream world, it kind of speaks to that if you're keen to that. You know what I'm saying? If you're keen to that aspect of your experiences in that realm, you know, there are certain, um, there are certain writings scriptural writings, religious writings that say this physical life is a dream. That this whole life is just one dream. You feel what I'm saying? So if this life is a dream and then they say, they imply that when this ends, then you wake up. Right? When we get into <laughs> when we get into this this information and, and and consciousness, you know, of finding this information, we say, oh, okay, we get, we being conscious. We're being, some people say we're woke. All right, then that implies that you were asleep. So what is the sleep? Where they say sleep is the cousin of death or what have you. That sleep entails not the lack of activity, but the per se, as far as physical activity, because even when you sleep, your heart is beating. But it's the lack of meaningful activity or activity that connects you with life, in other words, interfacing with life in all aspects, because you just sleep. You know what I'm saying? So, likewise, when you see about that, and you get back into chapter one in Circle Seven, now you understand that that transitioning, taking off the garb of flesh, then operating in this plane of soul, then taking it to this, you know, the spirit plane, just to keep it simple, because we know this, those are those are general descriptions. The, to deal with the multi-dimensions and layers of our existence, then you recognize, okay, now, you know, you, you're becoming more aware. You become spiritually, mentally, otherwise, so that awareness becomes the, the awakening. And you now operate in a whole new world. You know what I'm saying? And you can do that while physically here. Because like you mentioned, um, brother, that you can be in your own head. You know what I'm saying? In other words, you can operate from the mind and create your own environment 
where certain stuff doesn't um, affect you the w- the way other things do. You're not caught up in the game, Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? You're not caught up into the Grammy. You're not caught up because that's not your world. You know, as the Christians say, be in the world but not of it. You're not caught up in that. You you are now at this space where you have now entered into a new world, whether self-created or was already generated that you just entered into. You know what I'm saying? You you actually can do that. So when you look at to to answer the question in the chat about the um the third heaven, right? The third heaven being the, the different states of mind. That's a third state of mind. You know what I'm saying? That's a third state of not mind raising up. There's more than three state, there's more than three heavens, or there's more than three states of minds that we can ascend to. But that third one uh, is key because within that third heaven, as many people speak about, different writers talk about that is kind of the place where you get to see the different aspects of it based on my studies you get to see the different aspects of those spiritual entities that interplay with you as we talked about in the chapter about you know whether whether you use the term terrapin seraphim angels um ancestors whatever terms you want to use you know based on your studies it still deals with that in that context and um in the morris questionnaire the question is asked what was it um about the name name cannot be used only by the executive rulers of the ac of the mst of a what is what are the words of the ac of the mst of a add up chamber of the morris science temple of america third heaven so it, it it says a term in that being executive rulers. So if there are rulers of a chamber, if you will, right? And they call that the adept chamber. The word adept simply means skilled from the Latin word adeptus, meaning skilled. So if you have that chamber, that realm, which is your state of mind, that third heaven, then if you're an ex- there's an executive rulers of that, then there are those who are not. There's those who enter it, but they're not rulers of it. They don't, they're subject to it. And subject being in the context of, you know, determine of just like anything, when you come into any space, you learn if you were to go to a job, you know, unless you were hired as a manager, you wouldn't start as a manager. You would start from a certain level and then raise up. So that's that's just me giving my my measure on the aspect of the of the third heaven. So I didn't know if you wanted to add on to that. Islam. Yeah. That was a that was a great demonstration. Um you know, it was very clear to so, um, yeah, and to add on, I believe that's why, you know, sometimes we'll have those experiences without understanding where that information is coming from. And because like, sometimes you just know things before you know them. And I'm, and I say that from experience, like just with the resurrection book, like I was never like taught this by somebody else. You see what I'm saying? Certain parts in that book I was never taught by nobody else. I just I, I was taught by Allah. That revelation came straight from Allah, whereas Allah, of course, you know, the throne, you know. So I feel like, you know, that it, we experience the third heaven, even if we don't understand, you know, exactly what it is and what's going on but again that information helps us identify with it so we you know i just feel like being able to identify what it is you know allows us to learn how to use it because you know the tools in the workshop of the mind where we make the character uh symmetrical right like this it sounds it sounds a lot easier than um 
what it is because again that foe is it's, it's not a weak one you know that's why it's testing you to see if you're going to be the strength of Allah may manifest however just from experience you know the soul will line certain events up you know to make it appear as if something else is taking place but if we think about what the lower self breeds then we can always to identify with the information that's being presented to us and although you know the information being presented to us um you know it's still up to us to to remain the truth you know and um I, I I was able to do this do this uh, knowledge wisdom and understanding that um that you know I got uh from Allah and the Prophet um and and you know everyone else who was assisted but you know just giving honors you know um this allowed me to see the soul kind of like you know the tool of the compass that's just how I see it I don't know why I see the soul as a circle but um that's how I see it and um again the spirit is clothed it's clothing soul so you know how you say vaunt not thy body because it was first formed nor thy brain for therein thy soul resided is not the master of the house more honorable than his walls you know so master of the house to me is that holy breath <sighs> um yeah so you know and as far as the third heaven as well like you, you know this is you know heaven and hell is a state of mind so I feel like when we discipline ourselves to a certain degree, then, you know, a lot of that, again, it's, it's those treasures that are being made uh, known to us. And um, like you said, it's, it's a higher self and, and, and lower self and a higher self is Allah and man, you know. So, and wisdom is the consciousness that man is all, and we know that all is Allah. So, I mean, that really says a lot. And I think that we was taught to, you know, put blame on things like, you know, that scapegoat, right? So instead of taking responsibility for for our actions and behaviors and, but like, again, like I said, it, it, it sounds, sounds easier than what it is, but, um, you know, that's why, that's why the practice you know helps you develop the strength and it's through that practice of those you know those same principles and just wanting for yourself want for humanity what you want for yourself you know um i feel like you know it allows you to receive the message and it you know the soul being the line that connects the divinity of the matter i seen this video once and it was saying you know the the creator became the creation it created in order to experience that which it created and then it says you know what's the job of the of the many the job of the many is something along the lines like to get back to the one you know that's one of my and it, it's, it was a it was a it was a mortgage demonstration i can't remember his name but it's one it's one of my favorites and that lets me and that like i said that reminds me of the line connecting divinity to matter so i feel like you know the body of flesh is allowing you know is whatever we do with this flesh i feel like the soul that's what's allowing that spirit to feel you know and and, and enjoy you know its creation so and then you think about the the slowing down of those vibrations the soul plane and the plane of things may manifest so i just look at it like it something trickling down you know and when the breath was when the soul when the soul when the when the when the spirit was clothed in soul you know spirit meaning breath that goes back to like kind of like a genesis you know he breathed in his nostrils and man became a living soul and since the soul had the ability to create these functions i mean you know the it had the ability to you know create then you know i think that's it, it was through our thoughts again those carnal words thoughts and deeds that uh that that you know cause us to debase ourselves 
but just knowing these things, being aware of these things, and uh, knowing that you can't be fully good nor, nor or, you know, fully bad and to laugh at his calamities, just be true to yourself because what, what helped this to the body, so honesty to the soul. So, you know, um, yeah, to me, hey, like I said, sometimes I feel like we, hey, you already in the third heaven. Sometimes, you know, you might just not, you might not understand it. Um, but again, it's through that practice and just really being being with yourself, getting to know yourself, getting to know the sciences that was given to us. Because again, like you said, it's inscrutable, it's incomprehensible, and it remains perfect even in the bosom of a fool. And, and, and we was instructed to remember the charge that was given to us. He ain't wake us up for no reason, you know what I mean? So we ain't wake up for no reason. Um, yeah. And with that, my year the floor is loud. Slim, indeed, indeed, brother. You you made a statement earlier that um I thought was I mean you 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 dropped a lot, but one thing in particular that I wanted to touch on and um to the importance of that, you said that you think of the soul as a um, circle and it's interesting you say that because the symbol of the soul or one of the symbols one of the old symbols that was used for the soul um, specifically the context of what they call the world soul which is really the logos right is the circle with the dot in the center you know what I'm saying uh, the symbol of of a newborn world soul. So, and there's different, you know, writings of it that speak to that, um, as far as Gnostic teachings and things of that nature. But the context of it comes even way before that, and and I and I want to emphasize that 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 term, you know, is really a latter term for something that we always already had recognize and that is the aspect that you are you operate as the center of your of your universe in the context of like you talk about your soul when you, you deal with the soul you you are always when you're in tune with your soul it you know for those of us who go through this you're always intuitive you're always operating from a sense of within to observe out. You know what I'm saying? In other words, it's not it's not reverse. It's not something where something outside has to move you. Other more so is what's within you moves you outward. In other words, you listen to your soul. To to put it in that context, you listening to your soul. You move in with your soul. You may hear some people say, like I used to hear, you know, Bobby Hemmett said, the, the spirit, you know what I'm saying? The spirit told me, you may even hear old, you know, our elders in, in Christianity be like, the spirit moved me. It's, it's a recognizing of the, the internal you, the essence of you being the part that, that moves outward and, and can affect everything around you. You know what I'm saying? Being in tune with your soul from that that aspect, you know, um, that's truly one of the things that we've been taught. You know, we we are are learning again. We're learning this again for those of us who are on this path to be able to speak to that, to be able to uh, manifest these these lessons and, and really move with that. Because once you move with the soul. You know what I'm saying? Truly be in tune with that. You'll find that the soul, uh, the soul won't lead you wrong. It's like um, one of my teachers, uh, the brother Corbett Bay, who, you know, I have the I have the honor of learning certain things from him, like martial arts. He's very he's very adamant about the soul. You know what I'm saying? In turn, on, on a real intimate level, in knowing that you have to learn to let go of 
the ego in a lot of ways. In other words, you have to let go of the context of, how can I say it? it, it it's going to be hard for me to explain it, but he uses martial arts to explain it. He uses the term, he said, you don't fight, you unite. And by that he means, and he would show me certain moves, and he said, and he would demonstrate how you don't have to use muscle. You don't have to use force. You just go with a flow. You know what I'm saying? And that flow that operates is, as he's told me, is in essence, in its truest sense, emanates from the soul. You catch what I'm saying? In other words, that essence of you of a higher vibration that, that moves more in harmony with life. And you can move in that in that aspect. And if you trust it, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you put your trust in it and, and be in tune with it, because to trust it is to be in tune with it, you know? Uh, that's why that saying is what health is to the body, honesty is, is to the soul. Because if you're being honest, you're being true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to put on a front. You ain't got to put on an act. You're being true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You, you're able to move in such a way where you, you can um, you can do things that it would be it would seem supernatural in a lot in a lot of ways and I've seen him demonstrate that but he you know he would always drive that home um, like he's real big on that chapter about you know the soul of man he's real big on that because he understands as you get in tune with yourself and, and this is a brother who an elder who who like he'll spend day he'll spend days upon weeks meditating you know what I'm saying? He he's really recluse. You know what I'm saying? And really disciplined. And the insights that he has, no matter what we do, he's gonna go back, he's gonna go back to the soul. He's gonna tell you, look, look, Mo, it's about the soul. <laughs> it's about the soul. And uh, and that just speaks to he had to go through the experience. Like I mentioned earlier, like some you can't, it says in in that chapter, you can't know it don't seek to know it perfectly right you just have to go through the experience you just have to experience it and in your experience you are learning it perfectly in 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 that way you know what i'm saying in other words you have to be that it's not it's not about it intellect uh intellectualizing it that's that only takes you so far and he would also drive that home to me as well he said basically certain things you just got to do it you can't just you can't just read it you got to do it you got to be that you have to be the message so we're constantly you know on this path to apply that which we learn to perfect ourselves so you know i just wanted to uh just kind of build on that you know and i and i uh definitely appreciate you know you uh, you brother for um getting on this um jumping on this um shout out to my brother mister he jumped on listening in um the sister anessa she had jumped on she i think she just got off but i appreciate everyone uh on this and uh yeah we can we can do this again at another time appreciate you is islam um for, before you go can i say one one quick thing yes okay i just wanted to um because it came back to mind um you know like i said like like you were speaking about a third heaven and how we just you know like this is not our first time and you know things of that nature and having already experienced things already knowing things and you know just again you know a lot and so but and before things were made as you know before i had that one-on-one dealing with a law um there's something I asked for and I asked for knowledge, wisdom and understanding like King Solomon. This is before I had the understanding that I have now. But if you but if you hear what I'm praying for, that's the same thing that uh, that uh, the resurrection book says, you know, if we pray, this is what you should pray for with knowledge, wisdom and understanding. See, this is and I had I did that. And, you know, and, you know, I did that way before. 
I've ever I ever had the resurrection. You see what I'm saying? So I just wanted to share that and um yeah, I yield the floor, Marcus. I think it was a great build and I appreciate it. Islam. Islam, man, definitely appreciate you, brother. I appreciate those words. Yeah, it, it speaks to the journey that we on, man. And we, we continue on it. So definitely appreciate you. Honest to everybody on the meeting and um uh, we're gonna do this again. So Till next time, peace. Peace, y'all. Peace.